Upgrade your ATV UTV today at superatv.com. Whether it's portals, axles, windshields, lift kits, power steering kits, or any of the other great products from Super ATV, they have you covered through the entire process. From design, manufacturing, testing, selling, shipping, and they're always there to support everything you need for your side-by-side. Go start your upgrade today at superatv.com. Well, welcome to another edition of the Destination Players Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Christie, joined by my fabulous co-host today, Alexa Score. Alexa, how are you? Uh, well, I think you said it. Fabulous. Right. Great. Is there any <laughs> way, other way to put it? Right. <laughs> Our podcast is brought to you by Rugged Radios. Alexa, you were just on a Project X shoot with Rugged Radios. That's right. And if you ever get the chance to go to Pismo Beach or Royal Grande, where Rugged is home... Stop by and see their new amazing facility. It's got current Project X machines, past Project X machines, cool cars, motorcycles. I mean, just everything. It's just a place to like hang out. It's for- an experience. Yeah, right? yeah. They've got an amazing retail center. We can go check out all their projects. They've got, um, or all their products, excuse me. And they've got a museum with all their past builds. They've got a garage, all kinds of stuff going on there. So definitely check it out. It's a destination. It is a destination. Itself. Of course, it's right there on the beach or right next to the beach or yep. close to it. Plus you've got all their product that they've got. They can help you get the product for your machine, talk you through it, walk you through it, explain. Their customer service is primo. Excellent. 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 Well, uh, we mentioned California because our guest today is based in California. And I want to welcome to the show Steve Mongilo. Steve is the one of the ringleaders, <laughs> I think is how we decided to say yes. it, of the Knuckles Up side-by-side off-road group. Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, Knuckles Up, guys. Just want to say hi over here on the coast, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. Knuckles Up is one of those off-road groups that you just love to hang out with. Totally. You know Good what vibes I mean? always. Good vibes always. And, and Steve, we kind of want to introduce you guys to people who don't know who you guys are and learn about you a little more. Tell us what's going on and all those fun things that, that happen with you guys. So in 2015, my buddy James, he bought a, a Razor 800 and he brought it out to a ranch that we uh, we go out riding frequently and camping and stuff. And at the time, we were all just running around on like ranch quads, players, sportsmen, 500s and that kind of stuff. And we were all amazed at this side by side that he showed up with. And he had nobody to ride with locally. So he starts a group, knuckles up side by side, off-roading just to try to get some locals that had this uh, razors to go ride with here locally in the hills and find new places to go. And then from there, it just started doing like some meetup rides. I bought a Polaris uh, 800 Ranger. And then we were just, you know, started doing some meetup rides, doing some events here and there. The, the events at the time were more of just like, Hey, let's all meet up and go camping at you know this location. And we'll go ride and you know hang out and have some family fun. And then it just took off from there. Now, where exactly are you guys? So we are out of Pismo Beach. We, too, are, we're probably uh, maybe five miles from the new Rugged Radio facilities there in Aurora Grande. Um, James, my partner, he actually just moved to Missouri about two weeks ago, Branson, Missouri. He's ready to start doing some lake life. So I'm over here on the West Coast going to be just keep doing the knuckles up stuff that we've been doing. 
Very cool. But you've got members all over the place, right? I mean, it kind of spans some of California. Is that right? Oh, we have members all over the United States. We have members in Australia, uh, Europe. Yeah, we're, we're all over. From the Facebook page, we have a huge following. Now, you've gone from 2015 to 2022 it is right now. Did you ever think that sort of what you guys started out would grow to the size it is today? Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, it amazed me is that we did one of the uh, meetup campouts maybe like a, a year into it. It was probably like 2016 or something. And we had, it was just a meetup campout thing. And we had like 75, you know, RVs show up and other people showing up with just their trailers and trucks and camping. And, you know, we, at that point, that was when it really hit us that, Hey man, we got, we got something big going on here. Now, uh, it surprised you, but why did it surprise you? And what do you think was the reason why so many people were interested in? Yeah, that's what I want to know too. Like, how did it kind of grow so fast? I think it was just the fact that, we, I mean, all these people, they're into camping and off-roading, the whole off-roading scene. So we, you know, they're, they join our group. They want to learn more about the side-by-sides as it was fairly new at the time. And then, you know, we all had like the same passion with off-roading and outdoor adventures and camping. So when you throw all it together and you're like, hey, I can open invite, let's all get together and, and meet and go ride. And then that's just kind of how it turned out. So basically just because you guys are fun and you do fun things. absolutely i love that so what kind of um you know is it is it kind of the same events every year walk me through kind of what your year looks like as far as organized events so with our events we started like getting so many people coming we started inviting different vendors to come out and, and showcase their stuff and then we started doing raffles like I said, it started off just like a small meetup. So then it, before COVID hit, we started renting out one of the local ski resorts in the summer. And we were doing, a, uh, we were calling it Summer in the Sierras uh, Off-Road Expo. That sounds we like were fun. Bringing in, <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. We brought in a lot of different vendors and they gave us access to the forest via out the backside of the uh, ski resort, like the ski slopes and stuff. So we did that for a couple of years. Then when COVID hit, it pretty much shut that down. So now what we've been doing... Um, I have a, a local ranch here um, that's able. We're able to rent for the weekend. We've been doing. We've done the. Uh, we call it Roundup at the ranch. Um, it's like a three day camp out, and we bring in guys to barbecue, like Santa Maria style barbecue, try to tip, and we uh, have our knuckles up famous uh, goldfish racing tournaments that we do, and we have uh, we do cornhole, and we get a lot of you know, vendors that show up, and they give us some product, and we'll do a raffle and do that kind of stuff. And of course, we're doing guided rides. We'll have like three guides and we're doing rides of the ranch. The ranch is approximately 8,000 acres. It's part of a Spanish land grant back in the 1890s. Tell me about the ranch, because that's really sort of the hub of a lot of uh, activity for you guys. So the ranch, it's my uh, brother-in-law's family ranch, uh, Porter Ranch. It's uh, located, it's probably... 15 to 20 miles east of the of Pismo Beach. It's um so you know back in the late 1800s it was a Spanish land grant and then over the years the cousins would get married or the you know brothers and sisters and stuff and they'd get a little section of it. So at present time it's like 8,000 acres and it's a typical coastal rolling oaks, a lot of red oaks, Spanish oaks. Um, 
grassy meadows and hills and it's all hill country area um, we could go out there and do approximately like 35 miles of trails out there a lot of jeep trails um so it's all hill country kind of stuff but they have a big camp there um, on the property that we're able to use to do the events um we could hold they do cowboy events out there with the different cowboy groups come out their horses and stuff we just ended up started doing the off-roading stuff out there it worked out amazing for us is that open to the public or is it just you have to be part of knuckles up to do that we the to go out to the ranch it's a private ranch it's a working cattle ranch so it's not just an open invite so when we do the event i mean we we basically it's open to whoever's in our group if they want to come out and uh, participate in it but just like for throughout the day, you know, you just people can't just go out there and go ride. Gotcha, gotcha. So you, you definitely want to be uh, paying attention to uh, when an event is out there. Correct. And we do one. We're doing one a year out there, and I'm working on some other stuff with the ranch to do like a kind of like a side by side dude ranch kind of thing where you come out like smaller groups and you know come out and do experience the ranch that way too. We're kind of in the works on that. Are you guys the largest or one of the most active groups on the West Coast? Um, to be honest with you, I think we are, but I don't follow like all the other groups. See, We've been just say it. Just be time. like, yep, we <laughs> yeah. are. Just own we're, it. <laughs> just be like, damn right we are. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're the, we're the biggest and the best. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I like that attitude for sure. Trying to be humble. Yeah. <laughs> to be humble. What's kind of unique to California riding if someone, you know, isn't from there, if they're from the Midwest or elsewhere? What's kind of unique uh, to where you guys like to ride and, and the kind of terrain and stuff you guys do? So for me, being so close to the beach, I mean, I have I have so much like right here within a couple hours. I mean, I could hit the dunes at Pismo. Um, we have a lot of local stuff that's more uh, chaparral, kind of rolling hill stuff that's, you know, within an hour, hour and a half. Some of my favorite riding has got to be up in the Sierras. Um, out of Fresno, it's just a high country with the pine trees and the, just the more technical trails and stuff. That's more my style. But then a lot of guys in our group, they love the desert and the desert's not far too. And they like to go out there and just go as, you know, super fast and cover a lot of ground and race around. And so you got that and you got the dunes and you got the Sierras and then you got just the, uh, there's just a lot. I mean, California is a, is a large state. There's a diversity of different types of riding. There's even the dunes out in the desert that people like super popular area. Right. So you can, I mean, kind of get to wherever, whatever kind of riding you like, you can kind of get there from where you guys are located. Cause you're in the central coast in California. Correct. Yeah. Four hours. I'm basically at any, at any type of riding location I could, I could be at, whether it's high mountains or desert or beach or yeah, you name it. It's all pretty, pretty close to me. So I meet up with you guys for a day or two on the trail. What, what am I in for? <laughs> What's the question? Right? <laughs> so we host a lot of like meetup rides, just with not, not a, an event, just a meetup. Like, Hey, we're going to be up here. And we're, I'm actually doing that here in July up above, uh, about an hour east of Fresno up in the Sierras up there. We're going to be up there on vacation. And I, I was, I'm doing a meetup ride on one of the days. So basically people show up. I'll have everybody pack their lunch. We'll have a little driver's meeting, go over a little bit of etiquette for the area and what to do, what not to do. And then um, we take off. And I mean, with that kind of group of people that I'm not familiar with, we're not trying to, it's, it's a, it's a mellow ride. We're, we're taking it easy. We're not, you know, pushing it. We're not 
trying to break everybody's cars and stuff. We want to all get back to the tour trailers. So we try to cover a lot of ground. I was going to say, is that some of the stuff I've seen on your uh, Facebook page? Where, and so, you know, where on these meetup rides is the best place for people to find out information? I mean, I would say like we'll post it as events on our page. So if you click on events on our Knuckles Up side-by-side page on Facebook, um, that all the events that are coming up and different things like that, meetup rides, all that stuff is right there. Um, local stuff, I'll usually pull, throw something out like on a Monday, Tuesday, that, hey, I'm going to be you know running out of Quatel um, on this day. It's a, another local trail we have. And uh, if anybody wants to meet, let's stage at you know the gas station at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then we'll follow each other out there. See, isn't that the best thing, right? You're just like, oh, I'm just going to go for a ride, and I want some people to go ride with. Yes. A day or two, you know yes. what I mean? And hey, it's somewhere new. Hey, meet new people, go new, ride new places. I mean, that's kind of what it's all about, right? Yes, that's our, that was our motto is meeting new friends and finding new places to ride. I didn't even know that. And I just slipped that. That was great. I love it. For <laughs> you running this uh, very successful riding group, what are your duties being uh, one of the head ringleaders? So what I've been working on a lot lately is I, I love to travel and, and hit new areas. So over the last couple of years, we've been hitting up different like outfitters that do like guided, like multi-day trips where they have the chase truck and you put your luggage in the chase truck and then you follow, you know, the leader and then you have your, your, uh, your sweeper behind with the group. And so we've been going down to Baja and doing some rides down there. And we will, we'll post that up, you know, open to the group, you know, whoever wants to come and do the ride. So we've done a few down in Baja, which has been super fun seeing that. And then we've been lately going to uh, Utah a lot, like Southern Utah and hitting San hollow area. And we hooked up with the outfitter down there and uh, we've been doing a couple trips with him. We, uh, we just recently went down to bar 10 ranch on the North rim of grand Canyon. Um, on a, it was, we did four days of riding we did about 500 miles and we started in Nevada, Mesquite, and we were, we were in Arizona, Utah, and then back into Arizona and then back to Mesquite where our trucks were at. That was super Steve, fun. Tell people about the bar 10 ranch and what that ride is like. Cause I did that ride about 10 years ago and it's one that kind of, uh, people often mention, but it's still uh, a little bit of a mystery for some folks. <laughs> <laughs> that place so i had never been to the bar 10 up till like two months ago when we did the trip and I, it was such an awesome experience I'm, as we talk i'm working with the outfitter right now to do another trip there in october which will be open to the knuckles up group to participate in and we'll uh we're gonna do two days at bar 10 like two nights saves i felt like when we went there on this last ride it was just a quick thing and so the bar 10 ranch i, I believe it's like 200 and something thousand acres it's on the north rim of the grand canyon and they have a big lodge there and uh out behind the lodge they have it's like covered wagon tents that you stay in so each person has its own their own covered wagon and it has a bed in there and you know it's pretty it's basically like a uh just a, a big tent that looks like a covered wagon it's fr- framed out that way and then they do uh rafting the rafters come in from the colorado river and hit the uh lower 
at the bartend. They'll hit the, at the river. The helicopter will come down there and grab the uh, people, bring them up to the bartend ranch. And then the airplane will come in, hit their landing strip, and then take those people that were rafting back to the uh, Las Vegas airport and fly them back home to wherever they're at. So it's kind of set up for that in the summer, like the big uh, rafting hub. And then in the uh, you know, spring and fall, they cater to the off-roaders and we see you know, a lot of those type of groups going in there. So all in the same place, you can off-road, you can whitewater raft, you can get yes. a helicopter ride and a plane ride. Yeah. That's my kind yeah. of place. I like when, <laughs> I mean, I love off-roading, but when you can like loop it all into this one big like adventure excursion and do all the other things too. That's, that's yeah, the that's dream. Why I, I wanted to stay a day down there because we were the, the last time it was just so fast. We like, you got there in the evening and then went and saw the sunset at the North Rim and then came back, ate dinner and went to bed. And it was like, we were out of there in the morning, but they offer like, they do horseback riding they do, um, skeet shooting. They got hiking. They got a lot of activities right there at the, at bartend ranch that we were kind of hoping to hang out and check it out for a day. And that ranch is just such a super long ride to the Canyon from their place isn't it yeah it's like 13 miles farther <laughs> from yeah, like we i'm making pulled a up joke because i felt like it was like right there oh really <laughs> yeah, yes it was close i'll get me wrong but like literally after we rode like a hundred you know plus miles and we roll into bartend ranch and they're like we got to get down for the sunset and we're like oh is it just around the corner like another 13 miles like oh my gosh like that's actually right, longer than go. i remember in my mind i remember it being like a five minute ride must have been <laughs> at the beginning of the day no we got there same thing because you kind of make this we started in mesquite and we, we cheated a little bit because we were filming for the show. So, and we'll occasionally cheat. <laughs> and so instead of starting in McSkeet, which a lot of people do, um, we parked at this old school church building, which is about halfway and then rode from there. And so we got the there. Schoolhouse. The schoolhouse. Yeah. And uh, rode from there out to Barton. So we get there at a decent hour and then same thing, get down to the Canyon prior to sunset get your videos, cool. your interviews, stuff like that. And I have this great story. So on the way back, we're riding and the vehicle in front of me, I think it got a flat tire early in the day or something like that. And we're riding back and out of nowhere, the back tire goes shooting off oh. the machine. Right. <laughs> Just, <laughs> right. And, and, and all of a sudden the vehicle goes poop and like sits on its butt a little bit. And it's just dirt in front of me. And I look over and that tire is just going through the desert on its way back right. down to the Grand Canyon. Right. Like never to be seen again. Yeah. We found it like a half a mile away. Just like we just see it bouncing and going and going. And it was like, hmm, awesome. Yep. <laughs> well, it was funny too on our way back from Bar 10 Ranch, we ended up, uh, crossing paths with the uh, rugged radio and the assault guys they were uh, oh, they were just out there they were yeah we were we literally we pulled over so they could go by us and we wouldn't you know oh, get funny. to an accident with them it was pretty funny I was seeing steve out there too it's just, it's just random, like, out there, far. Yeah. yeah we're like that far from everywhere and all of a sudden here comes steve i'm like what <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you're like of course right oh my gosh so many great places to ride uh some of those places that you're talking about uh polaris adventures is also located in some of those areas and uh we talk about them a lot because if you get around the country and you don't have a machine it's a great way to go experience an off-road location just show up you rent the vehicle for the day and you go out and have fun and they have over a hundred places around the country and it's one of the things we love talking about on the show are places to ride you know and we've been fortunate enough to be to a bunch of them but just hearing about new places is awesome we have been to oh my gosh 
we filmed in Barstow and Mammoth, uh, Glamis, North Glamis, Big Bear, Pismo, Salton Sea. I mean, those were all places in, you know, generally Southern California, more or less, that you can go ride. You've been to all those places, Steve? Um, I have not been out to Glamis, but I've been to the other places. With the dunes being so close to my house, it's hard for me to drive uh, eight right. hours right. to go to the dunes. A famous saying, you don't need to bring sand to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, why exactly. go all the way out there? I have dunes right In here. In my backyard. And there's a beach. Yeah, yeah. definitely a nicer. You like to hit that place on a Wednesday after work when no one's there and get my fix. And yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's being part <laughs> of such a big group. Do you often get invited to other places around the country to go riding? Yes, we constantly get invited to different people to go to different areas. We were up in, uh, you guys were just out there, that little town of Washington. Um, yes, uh, so You guys, fun. Do, uh, Rugged donated that uh that ranger uh, fire vehicle they put together for those guys. So anyway, at that little town of Washington, we got invited from some locals up there and we went up there and camped and we ended up liking it so much. We went up there again. We've done a couple of like fundraiser events for the town up there over the years. Uh, We'll rent out the, the campground there and, but yeah, no. So like the first time we got invited to that area, you know, there were people, the locals were taking us to some of like the secret, secret spots. And we're just, you know, we were having the time of our lives. And then people, other people were like, Hey man, how did you guys you know, know to go there? How did you even find that place? It's like, yeah, because it, the right is, people with us. <laughs> it is off the beaten path for sure. Correct. Yeah. You don't just like, yeah. Stumble upon Washington. It's like, you kind of have to know that it's there honestly, but yeah, it was fun. We, while we were there, we heard about a couple of your events and that you guys have a presence down there. And um, it's were a stops, really cool. Were our speed limit signs still up down there? We that donated I don't some knuckles up speed limit signs. <laughs> I don't remember it's seeing them, but I, they're probably still there. Here's one of the things that uh, Knuckles Up got all excited about recently. Their, their sticker or their sign was on the back of a trailer in an Xbox video <laughs> or no game, way. right? Was that Steve? Did yeah, I see yeah, that the other that day? that was really cool. I right. was super honored to see that. <laughs> Someone came oh across it like a, a trailer and there's the Knuckles Up uh, logo uh, right there. You guys will be at the Sand Sports Show or will you be? Do you have a booth there or some sort you know of presence? What? So James invented helmet hands. And I don't know if I can plug them on this, but it's like a, it's a device to help James, my partner with knuckles up. So he'll, he goes to the the different shows like promoting his product he invented. Um, but knuckles up, we don't, we don't so much go to the uh, shows like that just to be a vendor. Right. Okay. Gotcha. 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 That makes sense. That makes sense. If you're, how many newbies, I guess you guys have join you on a regular basis? Because um, one of the things when we talk to folks at Polaris and their biggest challenges is like, okay, I have to have a machine. I have to have a trailer. I don't know where to ride. If I break down all this kind of stuff. And when people ask me the same thing, I was like, find your local, you know, ATV side-by-side group and team up with them. Go out with a ride with them because they'll show you everything. They already know everything. They've already been there. Do you get a lot of new people that come up to you in that situation? I mean, we during the pandemic, we've had so many new writers over the last couple of years. Yeah, so we're probably getting, I mean, I would say maybe 50 new members a month. And our, our page is really set up. I mean, I would say one of the main things like at this point in the last couple of years is just trying to educate like the new to the sport. Like, you know, we're trying to you know, emphasize like, you know, no questions, a dumb question. We all had to learn at some point with 
with, you know, what's going on with your cars and stuff. So we're, we try to educate. We do like tech talk Tuesday and trail talk Thursday and stuff like that. Just to get like, just kind of the basic information out there, teach hand signals and that kind of stuff. And then there's a lot of guys that are like, you know, in the know with the mechanical end of it. So if you have a problem with your, your side by side, you know, you can just say, Hey, look, my side by side is doing this or that. And then you'll get a lot, get a lot of like forum type of action, to help, you know, guys that are the gurus with the buggies, um, get on there, chime in and give some suggestions on how to fix it or what your problem is. Where does your passion, Steve, come from or your enthusiasm? So myself, I've always been into like hunting and going off. I mean, off-roading is part of hunting, but traveling, I was an avid like hunter for many years. I, I traveled all over the place. And then it seemed like as I got a little bit older and then, with uh you know james bringing that razor out to the ranch it kind of like my wife was always kind of left home when i would take off and go to alaska or go up to uh, hudson bay or all the places I, I, I did a lot of traveling and uh so she loves to travel too so i really like the fact that now she's a part of my adventures and we're able to load up the buggy and go to these different places that um you know i would have probably been hunting 15 years ago or 10 years ago, but now we're both experiencing it and you don't have to wake up at four in the morning to go hike out to the top of a mountain. I could sleep in and right. take my wife with me. Yeah. That's very, very <laughs> but, cool. But that's where I got into that whole, I just love the outdoors. It's great. And like we've said, I mean, side-by-sides can take you places that you may not be able to hike into. Um, so you get to see, you know, even more things than you might see on foot. Yeah, we see like that, like Eastern Sierras area. There's just so many like cool mines and ghost towns and different things up in those hills. It is just amazing to, to go out there with locals that know the way. And like, hey, we're going to go up to you know, the salt tram up at 10,000 feet. And you get up there and you're just like this giant structure that was built, you know, like the turn of the century. It's like, how did these guys get, you know, this stuff up here? It's just amazing yeah. the things you see. That Sierra ride up in the Fresno area is one ride that I haven't done. So many, like, it's just, it, I think maybe it's because it's central California and, you know, and for us, you know, we fly from Minneapolis to LA and then drive the three or four hours. And it's just sort of out of the way, I guess, a little bit. It's definitely out of the way. I need to, I need to make that. It's on my list and it's been on my list for years. And I was like, I think I need to make it happen at some point in time. And it will. It absolutely will. And it will. So what's the next thing coming up for you guys then? So right now we're working on another trip to the bar 10 in October. And then, so James and his wife leaving to Missouri, it's kind of, so what these events we would do was like, it was like, it was fun to get together with the Murray family and like our wives and, you know, James and myself, we'd all get together. It was like an excuse to have dinner and we plot out these things. So at this point now we're kind of, my wife and I, we kind of like, we're doing the West coast stuff now. So we're kind of, we're thinking about putting together like an event. It's probably going to be maybe like late September or maybe in early November, just for the fact that we're going to do that bar 10 thing in October. And that will be uh, probably I'm thinking Keysville, which is like by Lake Isabella, maybe two hours North of Los Angeles off the I five. That'll be like the next thing. It's, it's when, when you do these events, um, is there a limit size cost? You need to be on it quickly. And then you, so you're not, you know, uh, shut out of it, I guess is what I'm asking. So when we do like, when we were up at China peak ski resort and then like doing the uh, roundup at the ranch, 
we're maxed out at a certain number and it's usually we'll, we'll try to get as many as we can get but like about 100 and maybe 30 140 rvs is usually about what we have room for <laughs> just it's a, a smidge <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was gonna say machines people? or people i, I thought he was gonna say people yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, okay. then, then with that many RVs, there's, you know, usually either two to, you know, a family. I would say we more, I, we're more appealing to like the empty nesters, like that generation. It seems like we're not like, we're more family oriented to like, we're not, we're not like, you know, partiers, ragers or whatever. We're more just having, exploring stuff with the, those like-minded people or whatever. But so with that said, you know, coming into like, a China Peak around it, but the ranch is just only so much room. And it was with uh, the China Peak event. It was funny. The first year we had d- done that, we were looking around at the area we had to camp and we were thinking to ourselves, oh man, we'll have, we'll be able to do this out here for like four or five years. And then the second year we did it, like we, we were maxed out. Like we had filled wow. that place. I mean, we couldn't believe it. It was, it was definitely impressive. It's awesome. I can imagine you walking around, there's tons of different machines and we have so many partners at this point in time like rockford and and all the stereo options that they have or installed industries and all the accessory options that they have that must just be almost like its own uh show and shine at some of these events where it's just like man look at this stage six setup this rock that rockford setup this guy has and look at all these you know assault accessories or it's it just to see the different machines all in one place would be cool Yes, absolutely. We do a show and shine at our events too. So we'll get the guys with the built buggies and we'll try to get them to come out before they go ride while they're still shining. And then we'll do a little car show with the side-by-sides. So cool. Knuckles up parade. Right. And then we do do the parade now that you mentioned parade. So uh, locally where I'm at and we kind of uh, help like push it towards other people too. And we've, we have a lot of participation now, like all throughout California is we we're joining these local parades, like the Christmas parade in San Luis Obispo or Santa Maria. We'll do them both or whatever, but we'll all, you know, we'll bring out maybe like five or six buggies and we'll, everybody will decorate them, throw little Honda E generators in the back and throw lighting and inflatables. And <laughs> we'll just deck out our buggies and then go do the Christmas parade. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. So much fun too. I love that. It is fun. I it mean, is fun. The vibe that I've, you know, just picked up from you guys is like you said, you're, you guys like to have fun. You're not going too wild and crazy, uh, not raging and partying, but it's just like good vibes. And I love how welcoming you are to people and saying, Hey, you know, it can be intimidating to get into this, but we're here to help. We're here to make you guys, you know, help you guys become better riders, get familiar with your machine, get familiar with kind of the industry and and let's have some fun. Yes. That's exactly what's going on. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Steve, thanks for joining us today, sharing everything about Knuckles Up. It is a fun group. We did a shoot with them a number of years ago. We need to get you guys back on another shoot coming up this year because it's just a good time. They like to have fun. They just really enjoy the sport and they're enthusiasts. Yeah. Yeah, we had you guys out at the ranch. You guys came out and did an episode. We took you to the secret spot out at the time. That was what we were calling the, the ranch because we weren't, it wasn't open to, <laughs> we weren't doing events there yet. But yeah, that <laughs> was cool to be able to take you guys there, especially it was in April when it, that place is just green. The greenest. Green. It's amazing, it's amazing. Great. See, that's the difference. We yeah, talk about so like, many fall rides, but I tell you what, in California, spring rides are probably where it's at because everything is just green. We're, we're leaving here where it's like gray and Brown. the other color gray yeah, and another yeah. color gray and then just dirt and then more gray. And you come out there and it's green and you're thinking, are my eyes working right? Cause it's just <laughs> like, just so green. 
Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Absolutely. Spring is my favorite time to like ride the local hills because everything is just rolling grass and everything is just popping with the wildflowers. Every part of the country has their best time of year. And here people like springtime. Nope. Nope. Spring is not the time to be here at all. Don't do it. Don't, don't bother. (laughs) Like all the, all the winter sports are done. Right. Just in between. It, yeah. It's just, it's like ugh, gross time here. Sorry, Minnesota. So when does it start here. changing to green over there? Uh, just the yesterday. Yeah. It, <laughs> it happens <laughs> literally <laughs> overnight. Yeah. It literally. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is usually <laughs> the first Summer. week of May ish timeframe. Um, and this, when I hate talking about the weather here sometimes, cause it's just like, burr. but we had a god awful <laughs> spring. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was just cold and it kept snowing and then it was cold some more and it kept snowing. And we just skipped the entire month of April pretty much. Yep. We didn't really and have it, a spring. Nope. And then the sun showed up and it was like, and then the rains came. So that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Handful of tornadoes, rains, but rains. here we are. It's now. Backwards is plague. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's quite nice. And, and it's, it's boating season. Um, I'm forcing Alexa to be inside on this podcast today. It's probably painful for her. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like, on the water yes. like all the time. Right, right, yeah. right, right. right. She's coming you. here with this just like rat's, rat's nest and lake hair going on <laughs> right <do>. now. <laughs> but she's probably super tan from all that boating, huh? Yeah, you know. Uh, I, think she's, I think she puts Actually. the sunblock on pretty good. But yeah, you know, it's just going to happen. Yep. It's just going to happen. Exactly. Oh, I know. My wife was pissed last night because I thought I didn't have a baseball game. And then we did with kids. And she's like, it's a hundred out. We should be on the water. And you're yeah. telling me you're going to go to a baseball, baseball game, game tonight. She's like, Arr. yeah. So you have to, <laughs> you really have to um, set aside uh, anything that you think you're going to do and just say, forget it and do the things outside. Yes. Yep. You have to take advantage. If it's even decent, you're like, you're okay, like, I got, la- no, I don't have laundry. Oh, yep. I've got to go to the grocery No, I don't have to go to the grocery store. Whatever you think that you have to do, just, it can be done another time exactly. and just get on the water and get outside. Sort of like riding a little bit, you know, when the weekend comes, you're like, I'm going riding this weekend. I'm not mowing the lawn. You I'm not doing anything else. forget about all of your responsibilities yes, for a minute. Chores out the window. Yes. Yeah. You had to see my, my property. I think we ride probably three, three weekends a month. <laughs> so yes. it's definitely neglected. <laughs> yeah. Well, it happens. That's all right. Very cool. Well, Steve, we thank you for joining us. Uh, if you are ever on the West coast or you just want to get online, um, and check out what knuckles up is up to follow them on Facebook. If you can make one of their events, I'm sure you'll have a blast or just maybe put it on your radar for an, a future time and, uh, get out there and uh, have yourself a killer time on the weekend. Yes, sir. All right, Steve. We'll talk to you again. Take care. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. This edition of the Destination Polaris podcast was brought to you by Quad Boss. It is that time of year to think about what you're doing when the fall and winter time comes. And if you need like cool or heavy duty accessories that make that happen, check out Quad Boss for all your dependable parts, whether you're a rancher, farmer, weekend rider, or hunter, they make work feel like play. You want to depend on your machine to get the job done. And Quad Boss offers the parts to do that with the tires, starters, axles, and a ton of other great accessories. Everything you need to get the job done. And also by full throttle battery, our friends over there, Ian has all the batteries that you need for any sort of play, work, fun, just about anything that you can imagine, they make the battery to make sure that your machine starts every single time and you can get 
after it. Well, Alexa, it's been fun to get to talk to new people today, learn about new things, and it's California, and that's yeah, good for me. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's California, Jared's on board. Yeah, I'm on board. It was fun. Uh, I can't wait to get back out there myself, so this is just a good kind of reminder getting me stoked for next fall. It is. It is. It's that time of year where you're like, okay, where are we going to go in the fall? And I'm sure in one of our upcoming podcasts, we will have uh, hopefully a new exciting list of places and and things that we're going to be doing for the new season. So we appreciate you listening. Be sure to continue to download our podcast at any of your favorite podcast locations. And uh, we will talk to you again soon. We'll see you soon. Upgrade your ATV UTV today at superatv.com. Whether it's portals, axles, windshields, lift kits, power steering kits, or any of the other great products from Super ATV, they have you covered through the entire process from design, manufacturing, testing, selling, shipping, and they're always there to support everything you need for your side by side. Go start your upgrade today at superatv.com.